When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Notebook, a guide to art, culture and tourism in Tokyo. I'm Stuart Monroe and around this time each Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I'll bring news and views from Japan. On today's episode, we dip into horror films and film diaries, but first, the word of the year. Struggle and Strife, Japan's annual Kotoshi no Kanji, or Character of the Year, a single Japanese kanji letter form best expressing the past 12 months, was unveiled Monday during a traditional ceremony held at the Kiyomizudera Temple in Kyoto, with the Japanese character Sen chosen to represent the many battles of 2022. The character is traditionally chosen by the Kanji Proficiency Test Association, also based in Kyoto, which asked the general public throughout November to choose a character which for them best represented the past year. It's the second time Sen has been selected, the first being in 2001, following the attack on the New York Twin Towers and World Trade Center. But this year the character is dominated by Russia's war in Ukraine and the economic challenges which have seen the Yen battling foreign currencies. And following Japan's reluctant exit from this year's World Cup, losing to the Croatian national team and the country's strong presence at the Beijing Winter Olympics, Sen also reflects a sense of strained optimism. The second most popular character this year was Yasu, meaning cheap, pointing at the weak yen. While the third most popular character to come in was Raku, reflecting both sides of the pandemic. One, a return to isolation due to Japan's strict border control, and the other being the normality experienced when borders finally reopened several months ago. Following news that the acclaimed American composer of unsettling film soundtracks Angelo Badalamenti passed away this week, best remembered for Laura's theme from the TV series Twin Peaks and films Blue Velvet, Wild at Heart, Lost Highway, Mulholland Drive and The Straight Story, all by David Lynch, a new exhibition opened yesterday at the National Film Archive of Japan in Kyobashi, the latest in its series The History of Film Through Posters, this time focusing on horror cinema. From ghost stories to silent films, Robert Wien's 1920 classic The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, the Italian horror of Dario Argento, popular panic films like Jaws, and the latest in Japanese J-horror like Oxhead Village by Takashi Shimizu, the exhibition traces the lineage of this cinema, which has continued frightening and entertaining audiences for a century or more. Part of the exhibition even devotes itself to a mix of music from horror films past, present and future, but its majority revolves around posters outlining the history of horror cinema, Japanese cinema and popular culture. Across town at Shibuya's Image Forum Theatre and a programme of films by the late poet and filmmaker Shiryasa Suzuki, who passed away this September, are also being screened this Saturday the 17th and Sunday the 18th, followed by critics Norio Nishijima and Hisashi Ishida discussing his two films Impressions of a Sunset and Fifteen Days, both being screened with English subtitles. 
Impressions of a Sunset Do Nichibotsu no Insho in 1975 marked the beginning of the director's diaristic style of filmmaking. And with another film, Harvesting the Shadows of Grass, or Kusu no Kage o Karu in 1977, more than three hours long, 15 days turned the camera on its director, filming himself every day for 15 days in 1979. Each time, he captured everything he could within six minutes. Regardless of whether he had anything to say or not, any lack of ideas would be replaced by the sound from the camera, making the audience just as anxious as if they were the ones being filmed. Of course, the key to all of this is sound, and while Suzuki was capturing the noise of his own production, he was also capturing its mood. It was a suspenseful form of filmmaking, you might say, something he shared with the composer Badalamenti. Going on stage to accept an award from Lynch in 2011. Badalamenti described how he often found himself on the set of Blue Velvet, playing his music live while they were filming, so the actors, he said, could feel the mood. Something equally shared now by the visual and audible experience as promised by the Film History and Horror Film Posters exhibition at the National Film Archive of Japan, running until next March the 26th. Meanwhile, the Shiryasu Suzuki Memorial Screening at Image Forum takes place throughout this coming weekend on Saturday the 17th. And Sunday the 18th in Shibuya. That's all for now. I'll be back for this week's third instalment on Friday, December the 16th. If you enjoyed this episode, you might consider rating us on Apple Podcasts or even think about spreading the word online. But until then, thanks for listening. This is Notebook. Notebook.